Hello there. Good morning. DB here with a little front nine coffee in my cup. It's Monday morning. You know what that means. It's time to hit a winner again. Tom Kim on this very show, 28 to 1 was what we said. We got to lock that down. He had short. He shortened up basically immediately after the show. He shortened. I think by the time he closed, he was around 18 to 1, 16 to 1. Hopefully you caught it early. That's the reason this show is awesome. It's the first look. It's Monday morning. I'm excited. I'm energetic. I'm well-rested. And I'm ready for the Zozo Championship. That's what we're talking about today from Accordia Narashino Country Club in Japan. Thank you. Let's go. It's a good course. It's a beautiful course. It's pristine. It's pure. It's, uh, man, it's like that, you know, it's like that untouched lady. You know, she's never been, she's just pure. She pure as the driven snow. She's never been, you know, defiled or anything like that. So it's a beautiful venue, beautiful course. Thanks for all those watching and listening. I'm putting this up on the podcast feed as well just because one show tonight, it's me and Pat. Um, we're back, back in the saddle together for the first time in a few weeks. We're going to break it down primarily from a DFS standpoint, but we're also going to hit the, the, the betting thoughts, the outrights, possibly some top 10s. Remember, it's only a 78-man field, so that'll get happening tonight at around 9 p.m. Eastern. But thanks for watching. If you're watching, click the like button, comment, subscribe. What up, AK? What up, Steve Dub? I know AK hit that 28-to-1 Tom Kim ticket. Saw it on Insta. Listen, if you if you hit a winner based on what we do, publish it, man. You know, let people know. Let, let us know. Let us know. We tag us in it. We'll, we'll repost it. We'll reshare it. Mm. But I want to do something a little different today because... Again, we only have 78 players. Top 60 in the FedEx Cup standings, plus you got eight exemptions for um, it's a, uh, the Japan Tour uh, and a couple other special exemptions. <clears throat> so we're not going to have a full field to break down. Not going to talk about quite as many players. So I want to talk about the golf course real quick because I didn't do a course breakdown video. Um, we've only seen Accordia twice. And from what we've seen, we might be able to pick up on a few things. But I've done some research, and I want to I share some of it with you. Now, so basically, we've played at Accordia twice for the Zozo Championship, even though this is the fourth time uh, the Zozo is a tournament. Uh, we saw it last year when Hideki won at 15 under. He won by five shots, by the way. It played a lot more difficult last year. Hideki won at 12 to one. Uh, and then in 2020, it was not at Accordia. I believe it was at Sherwood in Los Angeles, if I, if I remember correctly. Patrick Cantlay won that one. In 2019 was the first year it was here at Accordia, and Tiger Woods won it. At 19 under, he beat Hideki by three, and I think Hideki had, was was beating everybody else by two or three as well. Uh, Tiger won at 33 to one. So now I will say this: both fields were much stronger in those in those previous two years here at Accordia. Live has put a hurting on this field. They, it just has. Like um, it sucks, but it is what it is. So let's talk about the tournament a little bit. 78 players, no cut. Uh, like I said, FedEx top 60, nine Zozo special exemptions, eight from the Japan Golf Tour, and the winner of the BMW Japan Golf Tour get exempted into here. So there's going to be some names in here that are primarily, you know, Asian Tour players, Japan Tour players that you may not recognize. And and honestly, we could get cute and start naming off a couple of them. But if we're, we're talking outrights in this video, even with this field, it's just not likely. Okay, just just don't overthink it. There are five par fours under 450 yards on this course, and five par fours from 480 to 500. So there, there's not a lot in the middle. It's like, it's like you know, par fours that you can really attack and have wedges on, and then there's par fours that you're, a par, par is your friend. Par is a good score. There are five par threes, and all are fairly, they're okay. Like there's not a whole lot of teeth to the par threes. 
A lot of this course's distance on the card is not really in the par threes. And then there are three par fives. Um, there's only, you know, if you notice, I said five par threes. That means there's only 13 fairways to hit on this golf course. That's something you need to know if you're playing prize picks. Over the two years, the fairway hit percentage is lower than tour average, doesn't appear to be a prerequisite to win. However, the green regulation percentage is, is about average, probably because that means the rough just isn't much of a factor, and it's not. I mean, it's a, this place has drawn comparisons, I will say, if we talk about a certain quote last year from, I believe it was Will Zalatoris. Will Zalatoris said it really reminded him of Augusta. Um, it's pure. He said it was as well manicured as any golf course he'd ever seen. Um, and, and, and there's some, you know, there's some slopes on, on, along the, the golf course, but now these greens aren't as slopey as Augusta National, but he said it reminded him of Augusta and that probably includes the rough. The rough just hasn't really been that big a deal. Um, Hideki, Keegan, and Morikawa have gained the most strokes total over the two years played here. Think about those three players, Hideki, Keegan, Morikawa. What are they all known as? Tremendous iron players, good ball strikers, tremendous iron players. Morikawa, not very long off the tee. Keegan's above average for sure. Hideki's above average for sure. But extremely good iron players. Uh, Brendan Steele, Cameron Tringali, Sebastian Munoz, Mackenzie Hughes, and Matt Wallace all finished in the top five here last year playing, and they were playing for their first time. So a first-time player here, which there's a lot more of this year because of the strength of field, can definitely do something and do some damage here at the Zozo. It can happen. Uh, you know, we just we don't have much of a sample size anyway. This is a tree-lined lush green spot right there's some water on a few holes the bunkering is is definitely in play strategic bunkering in the fairways and around the greens and the bent grass greens run pure and they run very fast they're fairly small uh, and not a whole lot of slope to them the green size and the green side bunkers uh, are definitely what presents the challenges at accordia so strokes gain approach big deal strokes gain around the green being able to get up and down also a big deal and this is kind of crazy like a lot of Japanese courses, you'll notice that Accordia has two greens on every hole, like separate greens, not like St. Andrew's greens where they like share a green, but they have two separate greens on every holes. One of this is bougie, man. This, this is like, this is a major flex for Japan, like major golf flex here. One of them is bit grass, what we're playing on now, when the weather gets more mild and cooler. And the other one is Bermuda when it gets hotter. So they just switch it over to Bermuda that thrives while bent sucks. Like, that's bougie. You know, that's, that's doing your thing. Um, what else? Distance, like I said, I, I don't think distance is necessarily a requirement, but it's definitely an advantage because the rough is, uh, is, not, is not very penal. So bombers are going to have the advantage here, unlike, I think, a, a couple courses we've already, or maybe, maybe really this course that we just saw at the Shriners. I, I don't think bombers, I think it mitigates their advantage a little bit. Not the case here. A lot of the birdies on this course are going to come from the par fives, although they're not necessarily gimmies. The three short par fours and a couple of those par threes. And like I said, Willie Z. Gave it that uh, Augusta National comparison. Key stats are going to be obviously things like if we're looking at iron players and ball strikers, strokes gained approach, good uh, uh, opportunities gained, uh, greens and regulation gained. Th those are key. I think strokes gained around the green comes into play this week. We haven't really been putting it into play uh, so far this fall season, but it's going to be a more difficult course than we've seen so far in the fall. You know, we had winning scores of 15 and 19 under where they, where they also had really pulled away from the field. So a little more difficult scoring. Needs to put a premium on around the green play because you are going to miss greens here. Uh, I'm looking at good drives gain just because, you know, that can kind of give me those bombers, but also the, you know, the more accurate types uh, as long as they're hitting greens and regulation from those, those tee shots. Uh, recent form, obviously, looking a little bit at Accordia history. I'm going to talk about that in a second. And then obviously stroke game putting short term and long term. 
you can you can put it to bent if you want, but I think this, these greens are so pure. It just just put it on strokes game putting, period. And but but also look at short term, who's hot right now, and long term, who's just good putters, who hits their lines, who makes it happen on the greens. That's important. Let me take a sip of my front nine here. Mm, okay, that's yummy. All right, sorry, I, I I didn't. I hate to have to do this in the front of the video, but I didn't do a course breakdown video. So that that's it. Um, let, let me show you. Let me talk through uh, a couple couple things. If you look at strokes gain versus expectation on data golf with people who played here at least, actually let's 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 change it to eight rounds for now. And I just want to look at the names, uh, the names that stand out. Hideki Matsuyama has finished runner up and first at this place. Okay, which is crazy considering his home country, all the pressure, all the media, all the extra attention that comes with it. Like that's remarkable for him. Keegan Bradley's finished thirteenth and seventh. Um, that that's that's pretty solid. Troy Merritt does better here than normal. Uh, again, this is strokes gained versus expectation. Okay, uh, Adam Shank does better here than 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 he normally does. Ryan Palmer, Adam Long, uh, Colin Morikawa, Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, so just thinking through some of those names, nobody in there is like a super bomber, but uh, a lot of good iron players, a couple of good putters in there, a couple of bad putters in there. I mean, look at Keegan, right? Um, look at Keegan and Morikawa. I mean, hell, and, and Hideki sometimes. All right, let's get to it. I haven't seen any odds. No odds. What's up, Myron? What up, Hillboy? Uh, this is it, y'all. This is where we hit, you know, where I said, y'all go pound Tom Kim 28 to 1. Go make it happen. We did it. Although I'm pissed because I had Matt Naismith at 90 to 1. We had, um, we had SH Kim at 150 to 1. Oh, and we had Hoagie at 50 to 1. We had those three. Finished runner-up and two T4s on the betting card, on the, on the big balls betting card, the one that, you know, I couldn't put Tom Kim on because his odds got longer. So that sucks. But all right, let's, let's take a look. Now, I've got DraftKings, FanDuel, and points bet open. BetMGM I had not seen lines for, so I don't know what's going on there. While I'm doing this, this is how this works. If you're new, shop lines for me, people. If you're watching live, there's a few of you watching live. Help, help me shop lines at other books. Tell me if I'm missing a good number. Drop some names in here you want me to look at. Uh, but we're going to start it off, and I'm just doing a live reaction here. You know, haven't run my model yet or anything like that. I've given you my key stats. I, I kind of have an idea of who I'm looking at, but, you know, haven't done any of that just yet. So just be prepared. Here we go. I'm a little surprised to see Xander. I mean, is it surprising anybody else that Xander's the favorite? For all that Hideki has done at this golf course, for Xander to be the favorite, I know Xander's playing well. I mean, Hideki... It's not like he's, it's not like he's dog water, you know. Um, I mean the playoffs, he was a little lackluster. Thirty fifth at the BMW, eleventh at the Tour Championship out of you know what thirty guys. Twenty fifth to start off the at the season at the Fortinet. But I mean, y'all, this is this is a decky. I mean, look at last year before he won. He fin he played the CJ Cup. They had the CJ Cup in the Shriners before before this place last year. Played the CJ Cup, finished 59th the week before. Played the Shriners the week before that, finished 67th. Like, he, was, he wasn't in any good form there either, and he comes here and bang, uh, like, dominates. And then, let's look at the, let's look at the year before. Let's see. Uh, Zozo, the year before. Now, the year before, he came in hot. He came in real hot. A third, a 16th, and a miscut. Uh, well, so it went miscut, 16th, third, runner-up at the Zozo. So he came in definitely better form the week before. But I just don't think it matters. Like, if I were setting odds, I would not. And I know, you know, Xander won the Olympics in Japan. That's cool. But, I mean, Hideki is 16-1. to 1. 
Tom Kim at sixteen to one. Wait a minute. Well, shoo. I mean, this this could be another. I mean, is Tom Kim like? Is he? Are we overreacting to Tom Kim, or are we? Because like, dude, dude broke a lot of records or like did a lot of things yesterday. You know, second fastest or whatever to to win twice on the PJ Tour before he's twenty one or something like. Uh, third fastest to win two events uh, based on number of PGA Tour events played. I think he won, he's won twice now in his first 18 events. I think Seve and one other person, had, Gamez, had done that. Like, this kid's the truth. I mean, is Tom Kim an, an auto bet here at 16 to 1? I don't know. I mean, would you rather have Tom Kim or Hideki? That's, that's tough. Like, who would y'all rather have? This is... Steve wants Sungjae at 12 to 1. Um... Yeah, Myron, we, we talked about how the Zozo was not in here. We're only looking at we're only looking at the two years at Accordia. Last year or twenty twenty, it was at Sherwood. Yeah, I mean, Tom Kim, that's this is this is a tough decision. Like, and even Morikawa, I guess he's not. We can't. I mean, surely you wouldn't take Morikawa over Hideki or Tom Kim right now. Like, if you, if you're only going to bet one of these guys, I don't think you could do that. Um, although Morikawa's playing a lot better for sure. Um, God, this is this is actually a tough decision. Sung Jay's nine to one. So Steve likes Sung Jay at twelve. I don't. I don't think I like Sung Jay more than I like Hideki or or Tom at sixteen. That's really hard, man. Um, maybe I give a slight. I think I. I think I. If I got to click one, I think it's Hideki. I think I'm taking Hideki on DraftKings at sixteen to one. I mean, oof. I think that's what I'm doing. I think I'm going to Decky at 16 to 1 if I got to pick one. And then I, my eye goes straight to Cam Young at 18 to 1. Um, he's, he's proven to do, to do well on some of these harder golf courses. Let's see, he's 19 to 1 on FanDuel. Uh, obviously, he's a bomber. Never played here before. So, I mean, that's not a big deal. I really don't think that's a big deal. Um, yeah, so Hillboy, so what do you, I, I talked about Tom Kim. He says, not overreacting. The kid's a killer. I think he may be the reason DJ Brooks and the crew ran to live. Knew Tommy the train was coming to steamroll. I love that. Yeah. Look, if you think Brooks and DJ were smart enough to see Tom Kim coming, you have been living under a rock. There is zero chance that is the case. Those dudes probably, they, they don't have a clue. They, they probably still don't know how. They probably still don't have a clue. Those guys are so much in their own world. Uh, it's not even funny. It really is a tough decision up top, I'm telling you. It, it is. Um, Cam Young, I mean, I don't know. What, where, when's the last time we've seen Cam Young? Has it been the playoffs? Was it the playoffs? Let's see. Cam Young. Yeah, it was the playoffs. I don't know, though. I don't, I don't love that. I don't love that the first time we see you, you're traveling to, to Japan. So maybe I talked myself out of Cam Young. Um, Terrell Hatton. What's Terrell Hatton done here? Let's let's see what Terrell Hatton has done. He's never played. All right, Hatton's never played here. I don't, I don't know that I like Hatton anyways. I don't like him here. Um, Corey Connors, nope. Keegan, Keegan at thirty five. You guys know. I mean, if you've been following me for six minutes, you know I will bet a Keegan Bradley in a in a second. Oh, Fanduel's giving us two extra little bops there. Thirty seven to one for Keegan. I mentioned him earlier. Um, the dude, the dude likes him some, uh, he likes him some Accordia. He's finished seventh and he's finished 13th here. What is When's the last time we saw Keegan Sanderson farms T five. 
Yeah, baby. I think this is, yeah, let's do it. We're hitting Keegan on FanDuel. That's, that's a hit. Pound time. Um, all right, let's keep working down the board. Mav, no. Even though Mav played well. Mito, no. Seabez, no. Fleetwood, no. Put Putnam. Did I did I talk about my Andrew Putnam problem last week? Was that last week? I think it. But he played well. He played well. I had him in a lot of DraftKings lineups. He did well. Uh, Andrew Putnam ain't winning the dang Zozo though. Like, can you can you imagine the disappointment of people in ja in Japan if Andrew Putnam won the Zozo? God no. I, I don't even want to. I don't want to cheer for that. So I'm not going to bet it. There's no there's no chance. Cam Davis, forty to one. Cam, mother Davis. Um, you know, kind of a lackluster finish at the Shriners at T37. Are we are we giving Cam a little too much credit right now? Like he is a talented up-and-coming player, yes. He still only has the one PGA Tour victory, which yours truly hit at 150 to 1. He still only has that one victory. Since that one victory, he's had uh he's had three, he's had four top tens. Um but but only one top five that was at the Heritage. Are we giving Cam too much? You know, like I feel like we're betting Cam a lot um, to win outright, and I just don't know. Are we? You know, I don't know. I don't think I want him here. I, I just I don't think I'm ready. He's not played here before. I don't think I want to do Cam actually. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry to I'm sorry to say that. Tom Hoagie. I don't see Tom Hoagie as a world traveling kind of guy. You know, we interviewed him. Tom Hoagie's a great dude. Um, I just don't see him as a world traveler. I don't see his game as that game that's just gonna go somewhere out there and you know eat with chopsticks and then take down a, a trophy, take down the circle trophy. I just don't see it happening, you know. So I think I'm out on Hoagie. Keep working down Munoz. Um, what I said, I said Munoz had a top five here in his in his first first appearance last year. I don't know that I love Munoz though. We haven't seen him since the BMW. I, I think I'm probably out. Davis Riley, nah. Siwoo, 45. Uh, you, know I'm, you know I'm at least going to stop and take a look. Um, Siwoo's played here twice. No, yes, twice. Finished 37th in 2020, or the, the first time, 2019. Finished uh, 18th last year. Obviously, Siwoo is playing well. He's got to be looking at his boy Tom Kim and thinking like, okay, dude, you know, pump the brakes. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the man, you know. I'm Siwoo Kim. I'm on... I'm on T-shirts and stuff, and you need to pump, you need to slow your roll. But anyway, I do like Sibu here, forty-five to one. Let's take a look where the best thirty-one to one on Fanduel. Yeah, that's uh, twenty-eight to one on points bet. There we go. Get the value on Sibu at forty-five to one on DraftKings. That is uh, that is what we're doing. Yes, we're 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 clicking that one. I can tell you that right now, y'all. I'm telling you on some of these numbers. When when I last last week when I ended the stream and went back like within three minutes ended the stream and went back to to actually put in the bets, the guys had already dropped like two or three points from from just doing the stream. I'm not saying they're doing that because of me. I'm just saying that these books adjust quickly. So so DraftKings is going to notice at some point like wow people are pounding Siwoo Kim early. You know he's already twenty eight to one on points bet. He's thirty whatever to one on on Fanduel. We this thing needs to needs to drop. So hit it now. Like when I mean hit it now, I mean like right now. If they say the same, great. If they get longer, add your position. All right, um, Scott Stallings. Man, I'm ready for Scott to win. Is Scott like a is Scott like 
a Japan guy, though, is he going to win in Japan? I don't know. I don't think I'm going to do that. Never mind. <clears throat> if, if if this were a, a local. Well, Grillo, man, he really disappointed me last week. Um, he still putted very well. Um, he's he's not done great here. He's finished almost dead last in T30. Um, I don't know that Grillo's ready to win here either. So let's let's not do that. Sahith. This could be a spot for Sahith. Um, I think I, I think I'm I think I might be finally interested. I, I haven't really done a lot of betting on Sahith yet. Sixth at the Fortinet, missed cut at the Sanderson Farm. He's a volatile player, like very volatile player. But I like that you give him four rounds guaranteed to do his thing. He can get hot. Um, he's come so close a couple of times at the Travelers uh, Memorial, um, Phoenix, obviously last year. I think Sahith is interesting. What's what's the best number on him? Uh Sahith. Where are you at? Ooh, 31 to 1 on FanDuel. This could be another Siwoo Kim situation. And 40 to 1 on Bet MG or on uh, points bet, my bad. Uh so 50 to 1 on DraftKings Sahith. I like that. I, I really do. You guys like you guys like Sahith. All right. Keep working. KH nah Sep. Sep at 60. Where where's Sep? Uh Sep at 37 to 1 on FanDuel. 40 to 1 on points bet. DraftKings has given us some serious value right now, fam. Serious value. Just finished runner up at the Sanderson, like picking up right where he left off after the playoffs. Uh he's played here once. It was last year. Finished 66. I don't care. Like Sep is a different player at the moment. I think we roll with Sep too. I, I like that at 60 to 1. You know, I'm gonna put it in the queue. It doesn't mean that necessarily, I mean, I'm, I've, I've already found a lot of names I like. Uh, by the way, uh, got to do this real quick. Where is, oh yeah, here we go, watch this. Such great work from Pat there. Uh, so proud of him. Yep, go to front9coffee.com, promo code TJ10. Get 10% off your entire order over there. It's delicious coffee. I'm drinking it myself this morning. It's my own blend. You can buy DB's large bucket of, of nuts, hazelnut blend there, or you can get Pat's Bump and Run. It's a, kind of a Milano dark espresso. It's beautiful. It's, it smells good, tastes good. The people at Front 9 Coffee, local, right here in Augusta, Georgia, they roast it when you order it. They ship it to your door. It's, it's a wonderful thing. It's great quality coffee. It's not like that crappy stuff you get at the grocery store. And if you do the K-Cup thing, let me tell you, so do I. All you got to do is buy one of the little $3 reusable K-Cup filters. It's just a coffee filter in a little K-Cup. And then you just pour the coffee in there. You fill it up. Guess what else? A K-Cup, when you buy the pre-thing, cake, the pre-K-Cup deals, the, the coffee is like barely, there's like this much coffee in there. It's this much. It's, there's nothing in there. 
You can fill it all the way up to the top, make it stronger, make it taste better, make it hit harder. If you just buy one of those reusable things and just pour the Front Nine Coffee in there, it's delicious. Front9coffee.com, promo code TJ10. Check it out. Okay. Let's keep going. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Um, all right, we're still, we're still down here. Kurt Kitayama? No. Hubbard? I keep falling for Hubbard, man. I don't think it's a Hubbard week. Aaron Rye, no. Mackenzie Hughes, no. I, I, I can't stand Mackenzie Hughes. I, I, I'm sure he's a great guy. In our seven-year history, I have never, never been on Mackenzie Hughes. Never. Never. I don't understand it. I don't understand the allure. I don't understand all that. I don't understand how he, how he wins with his horrible iron play. I don't know how he does it. Brendan Steele, 70 to 1. Now, so Steele's obviously a guy with a record here, right? Um, he's, he's done quite well. T2 yeah, last year, runner up last year. He, he is playing okay, I think. Oh, no, he's not. He's missed the cut both of his first two fall events. Um, he did finish 32nd at the BMW. I don't know. Like, Steele's interesting, but at the same number or, or around the same range, I think I'd rather, let's, I think I'm back on the Nat Naismith train. He, he has played here before. Last year was his first year, finished 48. I mean, Naismith is hot right now. He is knocking on the door. It's going to happen at some point. He's just too good of a ball striker. And the PGA Tour is going to reward ball strikers. He's 70-1 to 1 on DraftKings. Um, let's see, 45-1 to 1 on FanDuel. And 50-1 to 1 on, on points bet. I mean, I, that is super tempting. Like, Let's play the name game of people I'd rather have that are that are um, that are shorter than Matt Naismith. Names I'd rather have, or, or Matt Matt. These names I would rather have Matt Naismith. I'd rather have Naismith over Hughes, over Hubbard, over Kitayama, not over Straka. Might be close. Uh, I'd rather have him over Cage Lee. I'd rather have him over Emiliano Grillo, Lucas Herbert. I would probably rather have him. Over Davis Riley, I'd definitely rather have him over Andrew Putnam. I'd rather have him over Tommy Fleetwood. I'd rather have him over Christian Bezadenhut. Uh, yeah, like that's how I, I think Matt Naismith is coming. I mean, he's coming. So I love that. Camp Champ, nope. Taylor Moore, nope. Now, now you're getting into like the bottom part of this field, you know. And, and you you give you give some of these top end players, even though it's not quite as strong a field, but names like Xander, Sungjae, Morikawa. Uh, Hideki, Tom Kim, Hovland, Cam Young. Like you give some of those names four rounds, you know, it's tough for some of these guys in the longer numbers to to get it done. It can happen, but it's tough. Fowler, no. Adam Long, no. Uh, this this is gonna get probably slim real quick. Listen, we're coming to the end of this. If you have names in the chat you want me to talk about or look at, uh, drop them in there now. Um, or also, I think this would be fun. What if we what if we find a short number? So y'all help me out with an NFL bet. What if we do a Monday night NFL bet, any bet, and let me parlay it with an, with a guy up top, and let's see what our odds look like. Let's all pull for that ticket together. So, but see, I, I don't know anything. I don't know enough about football. I mean, I watch football. I play I play fantasy football for fifteen years, but betting football I kind of suck at. So, just give me a give me a a good bet for tonight. Let's go ahead and get that out of the way and parlay it with a winner. For the for, for the Zozo, and let's have fun with that. Let's build that out. Um, all right, working down the list. Luke List, my God, he can't put. Matt Wallace, no. Steven Yeager, no. Troy Merritt, no. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, down here, you're get, now you're getting into those Japan Tour players, some exemption stuff. Mm, these guys might be more DraftKings plays or like top 10 plays or bets. Uh, do we want Joel Damon? Joel, Joel does Japan. That could be a fun. That could be a fun video to to for somebody to create. Joel does Japan. Uh, CT Pan, no, he sucks. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think this is the card. This this is definitely the card. So here we go. Um, Wallace in the hundreds worth a look. What up, Golf Tips Checker? If you guys don't follow Golf Tips Checker on Twitter, these guys. I don't know if it's these guys or one guy. Could be a girl. Could be somebody's mom. I don't know. But they they basically consume a heck of a lot of content on golf gamblers and they basically just keep up with who tips who and it's amazing hey did you give us credit for our for my runner-up and two t4s on my betting card last week mm. anyway follow them uh wallace in the hundreds i mean listen we what do we call wallace in the nut hut guys nut hut members what's wallace's nickname i can't remember he has a nickname but he's not very well liked Matt Wallace in the in the nut hut. T28 at the Shriners, that's cool. T21 at the Fortinet. <laughs> it does a lot of damage scrambling and putting, which is important here for sure. Um it's just do I do I do I and he has played here before. Let's see. Did he play did he play at this one or did he play uh yeah he did. He finished fourth last year. Yeah. I mean I guess in the hundreds it's not bad, huh? It's not bad. In the hundreds. For Matt Wallace, is that what's his what's his longest number? He's 101 on DraftKings, on FanDuel he's 95 to one on points bet. He is 90 to one. I mean, I don't hate it, but I don't like Matt Wallace. <laughs> so this is this it's it's me. It's not you, Matt. I promise. It's me. It's not you. It's it's me. Not you. Okay. Um, all right, anybody got a bet for me? All right, so let me review the card. Let me let me review the card real quick. The, the names that we're going to click right now, there are none on points bet, no values on points bet. Um, at the top, I, I'm going to go with Hideki at the top at 16 to 1. I, I, Tom Kim, if, if, you're, if you got big unit, if you got a big unit, you know, if you're the, if you're the guy in the locker room at any given Sunday and you have a large, large units to blow this week, and you want to hit a couple of favorites up top, it's Hideki and Tom Kim for me. It's not even close. Both of those guys at 16 to 1. Those are the two favorites I'd be clicking on right now. Um, but if I got to pick one, it's Hideki at 16. That's on DraftKings. On FanDuel, the one value that we found on FanDuel is Keegan Bradley at 37 to 1. I love that. I, would hit, I'm, I want to hit that right now as well as the Hideki number. Siwoo at 45 to 1 on DraftKings. I want to hit that right now as well. Uh, Sahith at 50. On DraftKings, I, I, I like it. I definitely like it. Sepp Straka at 60, I like it. Matt Naismith at 70, all on DraftKings, I like those. I mean, the ones that I'm running to hit right now are, are, are Hideki, Keegan, um, Naismith, probably Sepp. The, those, what's that, five? Hideki, Keegan, Naismith, Sepp. I can't count, that's four. Uh, those four, I am definitely going to pop on right now. Sahith and Sep, I might do a little bit more research on right now or, or today and then go hit it. Although Sep, I don't know. Sep, I'm ready to I actually throw Sep in there too. Sahith is the only one I'm like a little bit, I'm not as like anxious to go hit right now. But those other ones, let's, let's go ahead and hit it, boys and girls. Let's do it. All right. Uh, JJ Spawn. Brent wants to know about JJ Spawn. 
No, he, he was not mentioned. Um, I didn't talk about JJ. I mean, I, I do like JJ. I don't know that I like him winning the winning the Zozo. Um, it, he played well this past week, and he popped for me a little bit la- uh, last week, but hasn't played at Accordia before. You know, I don't know. Like, is JJ Spawn going to win uh, a four, you know a tournament like this? I mean, he won the Valero. I get it. I don't think I think he's one of those Brent where you know we come to a Monday morning we're ready to throw down some action we see a name that we like a name with some value maybe and we we have to remember we're talking outrights you know this is this is to win the golf tournament and I think that's tough for JJ Spawn you know a top five a top ten if you like him for sure uh, DFS value DFS pivot for sure but do we really want to hit JJ Spawn outright right now probably not plus chances are his number is going to stay the same. It's not going to get shorter. I don't see him as a name that's going to get shorter. And there's not a lot of people who are going to be running to bet him. He's not some guy with incredible course history and 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 sneaky good form. Everybody's, you know, it's not going to happen. He's not going to be that guy. So I think I would wait, Brent. I think I would uh, true love waits if 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 you love JJ Spawn. Okay. Mm. All right, I got one guy helping me out with football here. Gosh dang it! All right, if you're watching after live, put in the comment section. Whatever the Monday night football lock bet is, it could be a prop, it could be the money line, it could be spread, whatever. Give me one, one lock for Monday night that I can pair with like Hideki or Tom or maybe both, and we can maybe roll some a fun little two-way parlay and make that number get up a little bit. Um, oh, Mr. Goxter wants to know about Aaron Rye and Svensson. I mean... Spencer, Spencer's driving me nuts. He's getting he's getting to the point where, like, you're 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 bothering me. He can't play four rounds, and I mean, he needs to go to live. He could go to live and probably crush it. So I'm out on on Adam Spencer until he proves he can play four rounds. I'm out. Uh, he's never played here before. Uh, Rye's playing solid. He's a solid player. He's also never played here before. But I think those two are very similar to JJ here, right? Like, I, I don't. I can't get behind the actual outright victory part of it. That 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 seems very that seems very strange. I just don't know that I, I want to get behind the outright bet for those guys in this field. Um, but it could be a situation where do a little more research, wait, because the number's likely not gonna get shorter. All right, CT Pan, absolutely not, Brent. I'm sorry. He sucks. Um, all right, that's it for me. Thanks, guys. Drop in your fav- your favorite Monday night bet. Like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel, drop a comment, please. Thank you. We'll see you tonight, me and Pat, on the live stream for DraftKings. Also talking a little betting there as well. Let's have a week. Bend over your bookie. Make them pay at the Zozo. See you.